0: Oh, hello. (laughs) Hi. Can you hear me? Yep. How are you?
1: I'm okay. I'm in the midst of interface building. I have a breakthrough technology that is going to change Zoom forever without having them to buy into it just by using backgrounds like this. You just load a background, all of a sudden you have an interface.
0: That's true. You've cracked the code. Cracked the code. What do you
1: think? How does it look?
0: It looks good. It's pretty cool. I like the galaxy behind you.
1: So everyone would have their own, depending on which perspective they're coming at from within the business. And then they take Uh, care of that part of the business.
0: That's really cool. I like that. Does that work for like phones or tablets or only computers
1: it could work offline it's supposed to Hello. it has maps you have the map offline and online you got the interfaces
0: all right all right cool, cool. So, so
1: give me a fairy creek report
0: i don't know like there's lots of people that have been up there for a really long time but i'm just finding it exhausting uh it's it's a lot going on right now. Uh uh I don't even know where to start. Like last last week at Kaikour, it was insanely intense. Like there was like 30 people arrested. There was 50 cops. We're like with a bunch of indigenous elders and we were having to protect them and the cops were grabbing them out of the crowd and like grabbing their drums. And we had to like do media and record it because, and they were, the exclusion zone itself is illegal. So they didn't bring regular, I'm like, okay, who's behind me when I say this stuff? (laughs) Uh, Roll my windows up. Uh, So they didn't bring in regular police officers. They brought in these different police officers that are like corporation police officers that were flown in or buried in that like pretty much just work and are trained to protect corporations so they were working for teal jones and they weren't regular cops and i'm pretty sure that they were military trained and it was just really really intense and they were just grabbing everyone out of the crowd and arresting them and so i met this like older fellow that who's a journalist and he was doing a lot of education on what he was going to say if he was arrested and in the court of law to speak about the extinction and what's going on with animals and what's going on to our climate and the climate crisis itself and why we need this biodiverse rainforest to be kept intact and he was arrested he wrote an article it's really good I was reading it, it's called six hours in a hot Paddy wagon and I ran into him yesterday and so he's working with um, some scientists that works with like ecological stuff to try to get a court draft that people that are arrested can stay in court to actually have more of a backing about why we're doing this and what that is so that's really cool and i'm really proud of that and that's fucking awesome and i'm glad i got to see him yesterday um but he was arrested and this is so weird because david was arrested as well and this guy was arrested as well and he was kept in a paddy wagon for six hours just being interrogated. So they were telling him like, you're gonna go to jail. You're gonna have a criminal record for the rest of your life. Like, and then David was being told like, no one cares about you and like, no one loves you. And he's just sitting in the back, like just these people are sitting in the back of a paddy wagon. And apparently they wouldn't open any windows or anything like that. So they were, the paddy wagon was 34 degrees and they wouldn't give anyone water or anything. And they just had them set up, not being able to look at the windows, not getting any water. And they just put them on the side of the road and moving the car because there was another exclusion zone so they were just grabbing these people and like putting them there and then when they got to Lake Cowichan apparently the police officers in Lake Cowichan had no idea of what was going on because these new cops kind of came in and so when he was trying to talk to the actual police officers he had no fucking clue what was going on because none of anything that was happening was anything from his jurisdiction I guess or anything that he was aware of so he wouldn't even talk to this guy because he didn't have anything to say and then this other cop that was come in just looks at him and says go and then he's left without you know any charges or anything like that after being interrogated for six hours and yeah and he said that when he was about to get arrested there was this like older indigenous elder who was tending to the fire and this police officer started grabbing her and like pushing her around and he said that her like breasts were falling out and like she was like get off of me and he literally walked up and put his hands hands up and said I'm with her like you know just 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 distracted away from her and there was a 16 year old teenager that was grabbing this other elder out of the crowd who was getting like like grabbed violently by the police officers for no reason and so they they also brought in one of the police officers that was dealing with Wet'suwet'en to come in and kind of deal with these cops so they're using the same tactics that they used in Wet'suwet'en with the exclusion zone and the exclusion zone itself is illegal. So what they were doing at Kaikus and what they're trying to do at Waterfall I believe is just come in with all their paddy wagons, take everyone off site that's there, arrest them illegally. They're not reading them the injunction, they're not giving them any like choice to say I don't want to be arrested, which is illegal within itself. They're not giving badge numbers they're not like they're not they'll tell you their name, but they won't give you your badge numbers. And also police officers aren't allowed to record you if you tell them that you don't you don't consent to being recorded. And they're just standing there with the camera and recording us in a group. And we're like, we don't consent to being recorded. Please don't record us. And legally, we're able to record them, but they're not able to record us. And they were just taking pictures of their license plates. I also found out that police officers are legally able to wear a badge that's black with blue stripes. And that indicates that they're racist. And me and Nigel were driving up to one of the exclusion zones. And he was in my car. And out of, I think, 20 people, he was pulled over and asked for his ID. And that it was a cop wearing that badge.
1: Why, why is that racist? Like, what's the symbology behind that?
0: It's just like, it has a lot of symbology. You can read up on it on Rainforest Flying Squad. Um, but it's just like some kind of indicator or something like that. My... My friend was up there yesterday and he was saying that when he his aunt went to go be trained for a police officer, they were trained to racial profile and to that if they see someone that's like native or, or, or indigenous um, or a black, that they should be more skeptical of them. And so like a lot of cops have been kind of brainwashed and that kind of thing to like look for people of color and then arrest them for that. So that's just like, I guess a symbolism that, that that's that's how they're gonna act and approach. And I just thought it was interesting being with Nigel and out of 20 people, we were the people that are pulled over and asked for information and everything like that. So it's getting to a point where they're really, really profiling people of color and you know, really, really trying to rip them out of crowds. And that's what I saw at Kaikus because there was 120 of us and the only people that were like grabbed by the police were indigenous elders what yeah like no white allies were even touched by police officers unless they said i want to be arrested or i'm not leaving so then why
1: didn't the whites surround the first nations we did we did
0: we did they were like banging this there's elder was banging the drum and screaming like who's my ally who has my back they're coming for me and they did they grabbed her and ripped her and someone had to rip her out of the crowd and they grabbed her drum and there's a video of us all screaming like give her it was um, this my friend Mo was screaming, "Give her her drum back! You've taken enough from them." Yeah. Uh, and so it just got it got really heated, and then um, I was at 2,000, and we did a hard. Well, we did it. We did a peaceful block. So what our intention was was we were going to have a fire in the morning, show up around six in the morning, and it was it was completely legal what we were doing because we weren't going to block infrastructure, but we were just going to give them a hard time and just show up and show that we, we were there. And so we made a fire and then we decided what a good plan would be because we knew the, the loggers came and they're like, can we come to work today? And we said, no, sorry. And then they were like, we're calling the cops. You're all gonna get arrested and you're gonna go to jail. And they came up with uh, without a mask, which I mean, I don't really care about. And this we were all in a circle and there was a lot of media present. So we've been wearing masks for media just to you know hide your face a little bit and not have your identity out, but also through COVID protocol. And he came up really angrily and started taping us and saying, if this is something you believe in, then why won't you show your face? And he started, his bloggers started interrogating us. And then they left and they're like, we're going to call the cops and you're all going to get arrested. And so he left. And then about an hour later, we decided we were going to walk up the hill about an hour and do another block there. There was around six of us. And so (laughs) we thought that they would see, you know, everyone at that camp. And then, you know, the cops would leave. And then they would come up to go do their work and they would find us, which was a pretty fucking dope plan, I thought. So we checked an hour up up the hill and then they caught on because there was half of the group was gone. So they came up the hill with the RCMP and the loggers. And then they said, are you going to leave today and let us go to work? And we said, no, sorry. And then the cops came behind them and were like, if, we, if uh, they said, and it was funny because they, it was just so different. I think I'm pretty sure it was because we were all white, honestly. Uh, and it was, they were like, okay, um, you guys are going to walk down the hill and you're going to get arrested and we're going to get all your information. And we're like, we're choosing an in injunction. We were able to peacefully protest. We're choosing to walk away. And so if we walked 45 minutes down this logging road in the middle of the rain while being escorted by two cops, And there was a cop behind us and a cop in front of us and we just all sang and made animal noises. (laughs) And then when we got to the hill where the cops were, they stood there and were trying to give us the injunction. And we all just put our heads down and walked away from the cop. Yeah, so that was really, that was really, really cool. And that was really powerful. And there's a video of it. And it was just like, like, like 20 of us just like ducking under the exclusion zone and walking away from the cops. Well, the injunction papers just went on the ground.
1: Nice. And then
0: we, and then we Perfect. all went in on a circle. And, you know, said, like, hello, and I love you to everyone that was there, which was really nice. And then there was a hard block the next day at 2000, where a couple of friends were doing some sleeping dragons. And then um, the, raging Grammy, the Raging Grannies came. Really? And there, was, there was 120 seniors from Victoria that came up, and everyone was sitting in the rain waiting for the cops to come in the hard block, and all these grandmas are coming with cookies. And the cops got scared away. So the cops came up to everyone, and they're like, we'll be back. And then 120 seniors come, and they're just telling everyone, you know, we're so proud of you, and we love what you're doing, and just so much love. And the cops never came back. <laughs> and my mom, so My mom's
1: a raging granny, eh?
0: She was probably there. Yeah. That's amazing. Beautiful.
1: That's beautiful. That's, uh, uh, that's so beautiful to hear. Choo-choo. It was so
0: cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty great. It's pretty great. And then there was, the next day, there was a hard block at 2000 as well where there was three dragons and they, they got everyone out. Um, I actually had a sleeping dragon in the back of my car and I was supposed to be at that block. Um, But I, I, I didn't feel like I had enough support and I didn't feel like my arrestee support was really that prominent because when they were doing they were trying to get my information for my keys there was 10 people talking and Nigel was giving them all this wrong information and he was like yeah the keys will just be like on the seat and everything like that and I was like so you want me to be up this hill with like 20 mad loggers and like you know t- like all these cops and like my my car's just gonna be unlocked with my keys and like all my information and like all my my ID and my phone, everything like that. So I just I didn't feel very good about it. So I just returned my dragon today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um and then I guess someone that it took them three hours, I think to get one of the people out of the dragon and they were fucking pissed because in the meeting i guess no one told them that they were going to get charged with civil disobedience so they were like they were like six hours in a hot paddy wagon like three hours with like the police jackhammering them out of cement and then they just got out of the police and they were so fucking mad and so i'm really glad i didn't go that day because i didn't didn't really feel like dealing with that either um it was a thousand people yesterday wow yeah a thousand people so actually this is really cool the guy that or the people that have been working for the last 11 years to stop this trans canada pipeline came out to fairy creek yesterday the whole family and did a ceremony and like played the drums and now they're up at waterfall with some um, like indigenous youth bill jones and some elders which is really freaking cool. And so around 200 of us went to the exclusion. This is my favorite, this is my favorite thing ever. So we're in 200, 3000, there was Diana, there was Kai, there was, was a whole group, there was a whole group of us. who we went up to the exclusion zone and the cops couldn't do anything again, which I found really interesting because there there's 120 of us at Kaikus passing the exclusion zone. And that ended up with 50 police officers and like this whole big deal. So I found it really interesting that when we go to the exclusion zone the next week, there's four cops and they let everyone walk through. Um, so they, I don't know, maybe they realize they, they, that they're can't, taxing.
1: Compete. they can't compete. They're, they're smarter just to get out of the way.
0: Well, also, I mean, if they arrest everyone again, that's such bad media. And then that's just, it's just, their arrests were so illegal. And, like, if they keep that tactic up, they're fucking screwed. Like, the media is literally suing the RCMP right now. Like, mass medias are suing them because they're not letting media in, and they're only letting select media in. So they have a fucking court case against them, which is really cool. Uh, (laughs) Suing the RCMP, yeah. (laughs) A power to the people. And, uh, um... My favorite thing, though, is that the elders wanted to go to Waterfall, but someone got their, tar- their car towed from Waterfall, I guess a couple days before that, and Teal Jones didn't tow it completely out of the exclusion zone, so they- their car was just set up, like, kind of in a bush. And so when the elders they were gonna have to do a three-hour walk, 10 kilometers to get up to waterfall, but someone had their car stashed in the bush. And so they all just walked through the RCMP and they had their little getaway car. And they put the keys in. It. And it's so cool, like watching all the elders, like the elders that work on the pipeline, like you know, Grandma Rose and everyone like hopping in the back of a car, like squished down and like, like lean, like running off from the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was wondering, your friend, so your friend who worked, if, was that with Bear Mountain? Or like Bear, Bear Lake or Bear something? Bear. What?
1: What are, you, what are you talking about?
0: Well, didn't you work with that person in Kamloops to like try to get them that like park or land or something back?
1: Sunshine Coast. Elphinstone. Right. Mount Elphinstone
0: oh okay who was that person you were trying to connect bill with
1: um morris amos okay he's i think he's got another solution he's he's got something else brewing i tell you this is a flashpoint for everyone everyone's going to start to uh pay a lot more attention to fairy creek that's great news though great news
0: it's like who's behind me
1: (laughs) Where are you right now? Uh,
0: I'm just probably like five minutes outside of Lake and I feel really bad because I was supposed to be with Nigel at Waterfall and I, it was weird. He was dropping his friend off in Duncan last night and then he said he'd be back in like three hours. And I waited up and I tended to the fire and I met a friend and had a nice night and I went to bed around two in the morning and I was waiting for him to get back because we were going to go head to another camp at like four in the morning. And he didn't come back and so i woke up and I, I went to all the camps and i looked for him and i couldn't find him and he said he'd be there so i just got up and left uh and i have no way to contact him and he's out of service so hopefully it's okay um but i think i might drive to his place because his place is 15 minutes outside of lake couch and take a shower and take care of myself a little bit
1: yeah i think that's you do. You yeah get worn out huh? so what's what's the next plan
0: My plan is to just chill out for a bit. I can't be of service to anyone if I'm absolutely drained. And yeah, I think just waiting for more like action, I guess. And, you know, trying to take more roles in that. Because I think the biggest thing for me showing up for anything is making sure that I have a role that makes me feel valuable. And I know that in those blockades, I mean, my presence is valuable enough. Um, by just making sure that I'm, I'm doing something for the community and I can be of service. And when I'm absolutely exhausted and fatigued, I can't be of service to anyone. Mm. Um, it's so sketchy telling all this info in this parking lot with all these cars around me. Yeah. Wait
1: you can come to Vancouver and hang if you want to relax for a bit at, at any point in the next three weeks, I'm going to have the, the more, more, uh, anyway, open invitation.
0: Awesome. I actually, I have a job interview. I think tomorrow or the next day up on Cortez. So I might be heading to Cortez and then coming back here. I also, I haven't been to my apartment in fucking like two weeks so uh, (laughs) but i would i would i don't know it's gonna it would be such a shift to come from this energy and being like deep into the rainforest for a week to being in vancouver but that does sound really nice
1: yeah i understand totally it's uh it's horrible compared to there
0: (laughs) i don't know it's got its things it's definitely got its things
1: well it's it's just like this is urban like it's it's just so quiet and uneventful. And for me, I just get a lot of work done because there's nothing else to do. It's
0: <laughs> oh, that's good though. You need yeah. that.
1: Yeah. For what I got to do right now, uh, it's, it's perfect.
0: <coughs>
1: but I haven't seen people in about two years. So I, I, uh, really? che- Noah's going away for three weeks to Nelson to, to be, on the lake she's gonna have a very nice vacation and i'm gonna hopefully get a lot of work done we'll see but i'm i'll uh yeah
0: nice that's good <clears throat> have the place to yourself last music
1: oh i love it i love it
0: yeah i love it that's good no, yeah
1: it would be nice to have one uh One major shindig. Do
0: it. Do it.
1: But with all the right people from the very secret plan, you know.
0: Yes.
1: I'm I'm getting close to having the tools together that can change humanity's course.
0: Oh, yeah. That's good. We need it. (laughs) We need it. I think what we really need in the world right now... It's people that don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, people that are ready to just scream at, at cops. People that are ready to, like, spray paint murals wherever they want. Like, we just need, we need more rebellion and no fucks given. Because all these rules and systems and constructs are not serving us anymore. We need a lot of people together to just rebel and try to make some kind of change.
1: I agree. No, I think, like, when you when you have the attitude that you cannot lose and you're willing to give everything you're unstoppable, but it, totally in Canada, <laughs> there's all these lines in the sand and I think that they pushed them so far. Like this is it. I think a lot of people know, can recognize it. This is the battle. This is that time where you stop the momentum and then the people have victory. And that's, that comes when the people decide, okay, this one, we're going to, we're going to win this one. And that's just, we got numbers, right?
0: like a thousand oh, yeah. yeah i think well, something that i just said yesterday about very creek that kind of got me is if you go to eden grove now they built roads all around all around the each the area where there's the big old growth trees and they cedar bridges and like just it's, it's beautiful it's a beautiful forest now and these trails are just absolutely gorgeous and he's like no one would take the time to make all of these trails and cut this wood and make these bridges if they didn't know they were going to win And I like that.
1: Yeah. No, like, I mean, it's a create, create an eco-tourist destination place now. Like take the people that are there and just like, I mean, it's, it should be a music festival everywhere. Mm -hmm. It should be a dance Mm -hmm. festival everywhere. It should just be a party zone and never stop. Mm -hmm. Life just
0: should be a big party.
1: Like how much music is up there? How how much dancing is up there? There should be like DJ, like it should be like a festival.
0: Well, every day there's a drum circle and some chanting and some singing and everyone sits and plays music by their fires. And Steve, I was having like jams and song circles and stuff like that every night around his area. And Yeah, it's good. It's good. Cool. it's like it's like a wholesome music festival it's like no drugs no drinking no nothing but like respect and song circles and love
1: right right i think i might be a little too intense for that
0: <laughs> i think most people i know are <laughs> like you should have seen serena when she was getting arrested she is so fiery i had no idea and she, no, she didn't even get up, end up getting arrested. But it was just her looking at this cop, being like, "Don't fucking touch me! Get your fucking hands off of me!" And she's just there, wearing her like little like woven vest and like her little basket and like full of herbs. And she's like, she's like, "Stop it! Like, don't you fucking dare!" And I'm like, "Oh shit!"
1: <laughs> the warrioress. The warrioress.
0: She's so fiery. But That's- yeah.
1: Oh, that's good to hear. No, I, I think the the power of the divine feminine, we have lost the divine feminine.